Welcome back to Music and Madness. This is the second take. You know, I apologize for audio quality or audio corruption. There is nothing that I could have done that could have prevented that other than, you know, tell the audio not to corrupt itself. But, you know, technology doesn't listen. But here we are again, talking about music, talking about other things in the world. It's great to be here. But this is, it's going to start off bad tone. So, on the 16th of August, iconic Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, did lose the battle at 76 years old to pancreatic cancer. And, you know, this is just heartbreaking for for me first because I run a music podcast and even though Aretha Franklin is, you know, past my time, she is very much one of the most influential people in music today and helped shape and evolve music that we listen to now today. Um, you know, she was, she started off just singing in church and then she wanted to become a singer. She became a pop star and she shaped genres of music basically. And for that, you know, we all have to pay homage, give her the credit she's due. And no matter what generation of music you're, you're from or what generation of music you're listening to, most people know who she is because she was just that influential. And I'm currently just taken aback about, you know, how precious life is and how something, how errors just work, you know? I, you don't really think about it, but, you know, it's all at the back of our minds that, you know, we all have to die eventually, you know, the classic Latin saying, memento mori, remember that you have to die. And though no one was probably thinking in the back of their mind, oh, yeah, like, the time is going to come where Aretha Franklin is going to be in the news dead. Like, no one thinks that way. And it just, it's very surreal for me to now reflect upon it. And just think that, shit, life is precious. And we we can't take advantage of the short amount of time that we have on this earth. And we have to just love everyone while we can. If we can. Well, we can, but. I'm rambling. I'm, I'm I'm waffling on, waffling on. She had 112 charted singles on Billboard. 112. Some artists don't even see, you know, one. Some artists don't see, you know, any. She had 112, and that's just that's amazing. So, from everyone here especially me, from the bottom of my heart, I do offer my sincere condolences to all of her family and anyone she's ever, ever touched with her voice, her, her spirit, her 
her charisma, her, her influence. I do pray she is in a better place and I just have to hope that she's in a better place and rest in peace, Miss Franklin. You are indeed the Queen of Soul. Moving on, let's talk about how Google Play is kind of fucking up right now. And it begins with this reoccurring error with new music being released onto the streaming service that, you know, if you pay $10 a month or if you're a student, I'm sure you get a discount for like, what? so you pay like $3 a month. You get to listen to any song you want as long as you look it up and it, it should all be there. Google Play Music has had this era where new albums that are released are there for maybe like, you know, a couple of days and then they disappear out of existence. Now, if you're one of these people playing, playing, sorry, I can't speak English, paying $10 a month or free just to listen to this music and you can't listen to this music, you might find that you're very infuriated with the streaming service and you might switch to Spotify. Classic examples like this are Scorpion, which is the Drake album that we covered last three episodes of Music and Madness, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure it was three episodes ago. And Travis Scott's Astroworld. So this isn't just an issue that is, you know, past. This is an issue that's still currently going on. So... Google Play, I don't know what you need to do. Get your staff and fix the fucking service because it's actually getting to the point where, you know, people might switch and people don't really want to switch, but this is an issue that just needs to be sorted out day one. I don't understand what the problem is. Uh, maybe your servers are down, but you need to get on that. Speaking of Astro World. Oh my god. Travis Scott is a musical genius. That album was well done. Every song was well done. Every feature was well done. And I can't stop talking about it. I cannot stop thinking about that album. It had so many features and you know when you get a song and you know there's a bunch of features on it and some of the features are good and some of the features are bad this whole album from start to finish was good like i listened to the i listened to it straight away the full thing in its entirety and i am blown away by it one of my favorite songs on the album is nc17 because of that cold 21 Savage verse. I don't listen to 21 Savage, but he was great on that album. And a lot of people might be like, oh no, Sicko Mode is so much better. I mean, Drake had his time, all right? We, we covered the whole Drake album. And we gave it, we gave it a 7 out of 10, which is now redone to be a 2.5 out of 5. This This is definitely like one of the better albums that's been released this year 
And, you know, I can't wait to see what he does in the future because fucking hell, if he keeps up at this pace, he could compete with Drake. Oh, bit of a technical issue, but we're back. Uh, last thing we talked about was Astro World, and I basically covered most of it. I thought this was really good, great theme. Uh, the the cameo appearances and some of the lines that he was saying was were very very well done. Lyrically, it was a very well done album, and musically, it was also a very well done album. I think I'm going to give this album 4.4 out of 5. Oh, it was great. And the reason why I'm why I'm great in this right now is right now we've covered so many so many things that I'm now going to have a hip hop top 5 in my music and madness category. And let me know whether or not you want me to cover like uh, rock bands and stuff like that as well because I do listen to all types of music so let me know what you want me to cover and I'll make a top 10 or a top 5 for the for those as well and we move on to Denzel Curry Taboo now I have to say that this is probably this this album is probably the weirdest themed album of uh, 2018. However, I did enjoy it. Uh, it has, I think he he's expressed himself in a way that he hasn't done before. So you know, pushing his limits to what he can really do and how he can really sound, just mastering like his itinerary of just music. I guess it had a very odd future future bounce to it not odd future as in uh tile the creator but like a very kind of it's in future bounce as the the genre of music which is kind of like trap and well rap and edm kind of mixed but it had a very odd vibe of that to it and the motif is definitely very different, you know. Taboo definitely reoccurs, and he, I think, the full meaning of this, of this album in general is he is a taboo artist, and he is a, you know, the way he's he goes about things and the way he thinks about things is different from your, from your normal like mainstream sort of artist and I think that's what he was trying to portray that he himself is in a great spot just doing things differently and you know fair play to him uh, I have to hope that, that that's that's what he means anyways he does have a very unique sound to him as well which is what I noticed you know you hear a lot of uh, you hear a lot of hip-hop artists and they all kind of have their own style and some of them just sound the same 
best example is trap. Well, the music sounds the same. The flow might not be the same, but the music kind of makes everything more uniform. So he has his own unique style, which I do like about him. And I've learned that Denzel Curry is a very decent lyricist as well. Some of the things that he said were very, when he did get down to the, to the rapping part of it, were very clean, very well-executed lines, good punches. Yeah, overall, this album is, I'm giving it a 3.4 out of 5. You know, it was it was decent. I think the uh, because he's so unique, I'm not used to it yet, so it's kind of weird, which is why it's lower on my on my list, which I will address um, shortly. Now we gotta move on to Mac Miller. Whoo! I think that Swimming is probably the most poetic albums of this year, hands down. Just the, throughout the whole album, it, it, it just screams to me that he's gone through a transformation. He's been through he's been through hell and back. He he's overcoming so much and I feel like this album is kind of like maturing him. Or like we, we get to see him literally mature through the album. His his sounds and the way he chose to present things in his songs were just strictly phenomenal. His lyrics were absolutely phenomenal. Like and don't get me wrong, I used I used to be a very heavy uh, Mac Miller fan, but I never thought his lyrics were, you know, top notch levels. But this album, like, he brought levels to a new, a new level, if that makes any sense. But yeah, he is definitely gifted musically, lyrically. Like, he knows what he's doing. The whole breakup, he addresses that with Ariana Grande. Uh, he addresses um, his DUI charges or his DUI that he picked up. He, I feel like he, him as a person is just maturing, and I I like it. I do like the direction that this this is taking, <laughs> and I I hope and I pray that Mac does more things with his music, and I just hope he expands on what he's done now because he's done bits in this album. If you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend it. Especially if you are going through, you know, a tough time. I definitely think this album is for anyone's listen. Uh, people who just want to sit down and chill, you can listen to it. Um, people like me who like to hear the lyrics and kind of analyze them, you can listen to it. People who are going through a tough time right now, you can listen to it. People who aren't going through a tough time right now, you can listen to it. Uh, it, it is not the most happiest album I will say so I guess if you want to retain your happy mood do not listen to this album because it is not a very happy album it's a serious album it's uh, a 
journey sort of album. It's a finding yourself type of album. And I definitely think that this is the best album of the year. And then I guess you know where it's going from there. Swimming gets a 4.6 out of 5. It was phenomenal. Now, let's address my hip-hop top 5 list. So, number 1, obviously, we have Swimming at 4.6. Number 2, we have Astroworld, 4.4. Number 3, Rolling Papers 2, which I did cover. I did cover in... The episode after Drake, I believe. I covered Rolling Papers 2, which was fantastic. Uh, Taboo, which I covered, you know, in this episode. (laughs) 3.4. And, surprise, surprise, Scorpion is on my top 5, but 2.8. Now, a lot of people might think, oh, no, Drake deserves to be higher. Like, his album was actually fire. Ooh, I should become a rapper. Um, you know, I think that Drake is, he's very good when he wants to be. And I think the whole push of beef kind of, we've addressed this earlier, the whole push of beef kind of thrown Jizzy off course. You know, normally he's more calculated than this. Uh, he got thrown off his game. But I do feel like, you know, the next album, he's going to be a hundred times better than he was in this album. I thought this album was good. I, I can pick apart some good songs from it. You know, everyone knows in my feelings, you know, the whole Kiki challenge. Um, 8 out of 10 was very good. Emotionless was very good. But I don't think that this is his best work. I don't think it's his best work. I think he can do a 100 times better than this. I am a Drake fan. So, you know, I am a bit harsh, harsher on Drake because I am a Drake fan. And right now, nothing tops Take Care for me. So with that being said, that is my hip-hop top five. Oh, I bet you felt we were done. No, 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 no. We've got a couple more, more things to address. You know, not mainstream music, but music nonetheless I have to have a huge congratulations to uh, Gabby Hanna aka the Gabby show who if you don't know who she is she's a youtuber slash influential person on social media she just released a single well a single and a half I guess um, titled honestly and in my honest opinion um, I I thought it was a great song. I, I did think it is her best work so far. Specifically, the the end bit, you know, the uh, what's the word for it? Prelude, interlude, interlude, maybe. The 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 song at the end, the one minute thirty five song. I love that (laughs) because it gave me huge, huge, huge panic vibes. And I'm a huge Panic at the Disco fan. For anyone who knows me, they know if you quote Panic around me, 
and I, you know, I'm paying attention. You can be like one of my best friends, just just singing a panic lyric. I think that you know her voice is fantastic. It is. It was very moving listening to her voice, and I love the fact that she wasn't super super high pitched. You know, she's an alto. I'm a tenor. I'm a tenor one myself, so. I have appreciation for, you know, not super, super high vocals. I thought she did a fantastic job. And, you know, she's getting a lot of uh, credit where credit is due. Uh, she topped, honestly, an encore, topped um, iTunes. They were number one and number two on iTunes. And only two other artists this year have been able to achieve that. And those are Cardi B and Shawn Mendes. So, you know, you're on the level of, you know, mainstream musicians. So, you know, big up Gabby Anna. Big up the Gabby Show. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, you know, it's on YouTube now. Check it out. Uh, I don't think you'll regret it. But, yeah, other than that. Oh, quick thing. I did make a post about this. And... I know some of you listeners don't follow me on Instagram, you know, doesn't it, it hurts my feelings a bit. So go follow me on Instagram at Z-W-E-I-A-M-A, ghost with two T's at the end. Yeah, follow me on Instagram and, you know, like my posts, you know, make me feel better about myself. And lastly, we have to talk about this i guess it's a blessing in disguise that uh the audio was corrupted because now i get to talk about ksi's new music video on point for context ksi versus logan paul i think i've talked about this on you know several podcasts now the fight is happening actually the one week no less than a week now and I'm excited. I'm super excited. And he drops a diss track on Logan Paul. And this was, this music video was, <laughs> might as well call it like a music movie because the amount of detail he took into taking a piss at Logan was incredible. I, that's all I'm going to say about it. You need to check it out because I thought that if you know what's going on, if you know the beef and you know, like, you watch Logan Paul or you watch KSI, it was incredible. But, yeah, here we go. Take two. Finally complete. Hopefully audio doesn't get corrupted this time. If you are new here, feel free to like all of my social medias, which is on my anchor page which if you're listening on anchor you will see that page uh, if you're listening from you know an android or spotify or you know any of the other nine platforms that you listen on to as i said follow me on instagram you know show your support like some of my posts also if you do want to support me 
even further than you know a simple listen my listener support page is on my uh, anchor profile anchor.fm slash third where you can support me even further it would greatly appreciate me (laughs) sorry english i would greatly appreciate that you know this is not necessary but it is very greatly appreciated um it makes me feel like you know i'm doing a good job at my job and all these podcasts do take uh, a lot of you know writing and planning and timing and stuff like that i'm not perfect but you know i'm i'm trying to get there but thank you so much for listening remember once bitten twice shy but third time's a charm i'm your host ghost peace out god bless catch you later